Hey guys, and welcome back to the second episode of the podcast. On this episode, we are going to be talking about Onward, and I'm going to be doing a Frozen rant. Now, if you have not seen the original Frozen, there are going to be spoilers for that, but don't worry, it is only going to come at the very end. I'm not going to put timestamps in the description this time, because I don't feel as though that's really necessary. Um, If I say I put timestamps in the description later in the podcast, that's because I recorded the second part of it earlier, so just ignore that, because... I'll just warn you before there's any spoilers of any kind, and that'll be the end of the episode if you don't want to have spoilers. So I'll let you know when that comes up, but first we're going to start off with Onward with no spoilers, and then I'm going to do a Frozen rant with some. So thank you guys so much for sticking around and listening to my first one, hopefully. Um, There's going to be a new one out every single Monday, so stick around for that, and yeah, let's just hop right into this and start off with Onward. So now we're going to be talking about Onward. Now, Onward is a very, very cozy movie. I really enjoy it. Don't worry, guys, there'll be no spoilers for this, by the way. Um, The only spoilers will be for Frozen at the end, so I'll let you guys know before that starts, but let's just talk about Onward for now. Onward is a very cozy movie. I, I really enjoy Onward. Um, Before I start talking about the movie, like, in full, I wanted to talk about something that I saw on YouTube recently. So, I was just sitting down ready to watch a YouTube video when I saw an ad come up for Masterclass, which is like this new thing that, you know, a bunch of people are starting where they do classes taught by professionals who actually know what they're doing. And it was like, I think it was maybe a directing class or a story class. I don't know. It was something about movies. But it was with Martin Scorsese. And he said that you shouldn't come up with, you shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't be in this Masterclass unless you have a story you're dying to share. If it's a story you're dying to share, perfect, you're in the right place. If you're not dying to share it, get out. Like, you're basically not in the right place. Now, that sort of ticked me off a little bit, because that's exactly what Onward is. It's not a story that people were dying to share, because it's such a personal story. That's what I love about Pixar, is Pixar is that kind of studio that encourages personal stories, not the kind of stories that are huge blockbusters, but stories that are personal and hard to get out. They encourage to tell those to people, to share those life experiences, because those are important, and it's important for other people to see, because maybe they can relate. Maybe they've gone through a similar circumstance. So I think Scorsese is wrong, and I think Pixar does the right thing in and encouraging personal storytelling, because it's very important. It makes you open up a little bit more. It makes you more human. And it connects you to your audience a lot more than something fake and some sort of big blockbuster. It makes you connect with who you're presenting your movie to. So I just think it's very important. And that's exactly what Onward is. It's a very personal story. It's very touching. It's something It's something I haven't seen from a Hollywood movie in a very long time because most of them are like Endgame, you know, trying to be the latest blockbuster. Um, even, like, animated movies, like Scoob, are trying to set up, like, cinematic universes in, the, in like, a 90-minute runtime, which is ridiculous, right? Because there's no need for that. That's the thing I like about Onward, is it's such a personal story. It's a story between two brothers and their, and their relationship with their family and having to deal with the loss of a family member and that being the central plot of the story. It must have been very hard for the person making the movie to actually open up about their personal experience because it's just extremely personal. It's extremely hard to talk about to other people. So I I like Pixar encouraging him to actually do this because it is something I think a lot of audiences can relate to. 
And I like the brother aspect of it because I got a brother myself and it was really, really touching to see the ending be so satisfying as well. It's not a huge blockbuster, but it's something I think everyone should still see. Um, I give it like an 8 out of 10 and I would say go watch it like immediately. You'll have a really good time. A lot of people, I think, okay, here, here's my problem about it. The one problem I really have was the fact that the marketing for this movie made it look like the good dinosaur. Yeah, every single trailer, all the teasers, all the ads I saw made it look really, really bad. But in reality, it's such a personal, wonderful film that it, it totally, the ad campaign does not help it in any way possible. The ad campaign sort of trolls people. And I saw a bunch of YouTube videos of people saying, well, has Pixar lost their touch? Is this something that they're doing now? They're just trying to create movies, but they're slowly falling apart with unoriginal and uninspiring ideas. While this is something that we may have seen before, you know, with the whole fairy tale being modernized, it's this movie is very personal, and it touches on such a personal place, especially for me with my brother. And having this movie come out it was just it was very inspiring to me because a lot of people don't share personal stories anymore you don't see that anymore you see people trying to make money this guy just wanted to share a personal story and i think even though the box office didn't do incredible for this movie i think personally that's just fine and i think pixar's probably just fine with that because that wasn't the purpose of what onward was about the purpose was to share an intimate and personal story with his viewers to have them relate to some sort of circumstance he's been through. But do it in a way that still connects with audiences big and small, you know, kids and adults. And I think they did a very good job. While this is, is not a super original idea, the way they present this story and the twist they do at the end is incredible. And I'm not going to spoil what it is, um, but it was just very inspiring, it was heartwarming, and it touched me on a very personal place. So... Definitely go see it, and definitely go check it out. It's worth all your time and attention. It's just such a wonderful and personal film that I would recommend to anyone anytime. So, yeah, definitely check it out. So now we are going to be doing a Frozen rant. Now, if you did not get the memo earlier, this is going to contain major spoilers. So please back away if you have not seen the first original Frozen. No, I'm not talking about Frozen 2. I'm talking about the original Frozen. If you have not seen it, Please back away, okay? <laughs> Alright, let's get started. So, Frozen was basically going to be that new Disney film that basically... It was going to basically make fun of old Disney tropes. It was going to take the unrealistic Disney tropes that they have had in their old movies for a very long time and sort of flip it on its side and show people, you know what, yeah, that's not really realistic. There's no way this could actually ever happen in real life. So, they're showing their, you know, their unrealistic fictional stories with a little bit more fiction when it comes to the romantic side of them. So I thought that was kind of interesting as a kid, and I was actually really looking forward to this, but then they did something in this film that made me really, really mad. Now, I don't know if it made everyone else mad, but it drove me nuts as soon as I saw the film. So let's dig into that. So I'm just going to assume you know the basic plot, or at least remember what happens in the first original Frozen. So we're just going to start off where uh, the gates are open wide now. So, this starts at around the beginning of the movie. The gates are opened wide now after, well, you know, the events with uh, Elsa and her parents getting lost at sea. 
And so the gates are open wide. Anna is super excited and she's a little nuts. She's really, really looking forward to actually meeting people, you know, having fun dancing with real people, not just talking to paintings on the wall. This already could get some people a little bit concerned because, as we could see earlier in the movie during one of the musical numbers, Anna is a little nut. She went ahead and she was like flirting with the pictures on the wall and it was a little weird. So <laughs> to have her actually go out into the real world would be a little bit concerning. If I was that parent to like lay my kid out into the real world for the very first time. Oh wow, my voice just went weird there. <laughs> but if I was letting my kid out to the world for the very first time in years and the gates have been shut and all she's been doing is flirting with pictures, I would be very, very concerned. And I know their parents aren't really there, but at least some other people should be concerned. Or maybe she should think to herself, is this a good idea? Should I be doing this? Yep, you know what? I'm just going to do it. That's basically her entire thought process is, yep, let's just do it. So <laughs> what she ends up doing is she gets super, super excited. So she goes out and is checking out all this stuff, right? The gates are open wide. She's wandering around, seeing all these people. She's so excited. She's so enthusiastic about it. And then she goes ahead and meets this guy named Hans. Now, she already is already pretty crushing on him, like, from the very first time she even met him, like, sorry, meets him. <laughs> She's already crushing on him pretty, pretty hard. And it's a little weird because, well, like, like they're going to make fun of, she just met this guy. So why is she already crushing on him? So basically, she hangs out with him for the majority of the party that they end up hosting. And then basically later, he ends up engaging to her. And so they get engaged. Engaging to her? <laughs> Asking her to marry him. There we go. That's better. So they get engaged, and it's a little bit weird. Um, <laughs> so Elsa goes ahead and basically says, yeah, no, you can't marry a guy you just met. That's ridiculous. Again, making fun of old Disney tropes. So that was that was a good idea. You know, I thought it was kind of funny at first when I saw this as a kid. I thought, yeah, you know what? You can't marry a guy you just met. That's so unrealistic. Yeah, but then the movie goes ahead and does something really, really stupid later in the film. Here, let me explain. So after this huge event where basically Elsa is, you know, her powers are getting a little bit out of control. She's a little bit nervous and just leaves. So she leaves and has this huge song, you know, let it go and everything. And Anna's concerned for her sister, naturally. So she goes out and basically tries to look for her, which is a total natural reaction. I would totally go do that too if my brother went on a huge rampage and started spewing ice crystals everywhere. So <laughs> she goes off looking for her sister, which is a kind and sisterly thing to do. And along the way, she ends up meeting another guy. His name is Kristoff. Now, she ends up explaining his, her situation back home to him, saying, yeah, I got engaged to a guy. And explains that she got engaged to a guy that she just met. And he's like, yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Again, making fun of the original Disney trope. So, it's already pretty obvious how self-aware this movie is. And so I thought, yeah, they're just going to make the joke like three more times in this film, and then it'll be over. No. So... She goes ahead and asks him, well, how do you know, like, that's ridiculous? That, that's so bad of you to assume that. Like, who told you this? And he goes, oh, I have love experts. You know, I have friends and they're love experts. Well, her love experts are the rock trolls, as we later find out in the movie. Well, the very first time her and Kristoff meet the rock trolls, after that musical number, they try to get them to get married. The very first time they meet. Aren't those the so-called love experts that said you shouldn't get married to the guy you just met? And now they're forcing them to get married, 
even though they just met. That's a little ridiculous. Um, it's like me wearing sweatpants and going out one day and seeing another person wearing that exact same swear sorry, the exact same outfit as me, like that exact same pair of sweatpants, and basically saying to them, "Oh, you look ugly in those sweatpants. You should never wear those again." Well, that's kind of stupid because I'm wearing the exact same piece of clothing that that person is wearing. So who am I to criticize? Now you might be thinking to yourself, "Well, Kristoff is obviously close to these rock people, so." If he's really close, maybe they're just a little biased towards him and just want the best for him. Okay, well, if they're biased towards him and that's sort of their excuse, then that makes the situation a little bit worse, in fact. Because that's like me wearing sweatpants, again, seeing that other person wearing sweatpants, saying that they suck, it looks ugly on them. And then that person saying to me, well, who are you to judge me? You're wearing that exact same, sorry, that exact same pair of sweatpants. And then I go ahead and say, well, it's fine because they look good on me, I like the way I look, but they look bad on everyone else. See, that just makes the situation so much worse, right? That just that just takes it up a notch. Like, you can't then be biased towards him because you know the guy. If you know Kristoff, then you should be, like, you shouldn't then say, oh, it's fine because it's Kristoff, but if, if it's with any other guy, then that's really bad. You shouldn't get married to the guy you just met unless it's Kristoff. Okay, well, that makes the situation so much worse. How is that okay? Disney, get your mind straight. Anyways, that was just my fun little Frozen rant. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, There's going to be a new episode every single Monday. I can't wait to see you guys on the next one. Bye-bye.